Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Hey, welcome back to Copy Chief Radio. It's Kev here. Another great one coming your way right now. Angie Coley, one of the smartest copywriters I know. She is a, a hero in Copy Chief. She's always helping people and giving amazing feedback on so many ads that people post and, and stuff. An ambassador to the community. And she is recently full-time in the freelance world and working with a lot of people on their e-commerce platforms, which is cool because I think that is an underserved market, e-commerce copywriting. And what's cool about e-commerce to me and what I've been learning through Angie is that sometimes it's the simplest things that make the biggest difference. And so today we're going to talk about product descriptions and how important it is, all the little sort of subtle things that need to happen in a product description that move the needle in a huge way. So Angie Coley, thank you so much for being back on the show today. <laughs> thank you for having me. That was such a great introduction. <laughs> That's your new ringtone right there. <laughs> no kidding. Sing my praises. I love it. Yeah, it's easy to sing your praises. So yeah, the e-commerce stuff. And I know you're working with a lot of high volume clients here. So let's talk about and I love this topic. I told you, I think it's so cool. I like when we can drill down to something that may is very often overlooked, right? Mm -hmm. Like a product description. I, and I think of some of the great examples uh, where you look at the copy of the uh, in the product descriptions, and that's part of the signature of the brand. Uh, mm -hmm. Who am I thinking of? The great the mail order catalog. Jay Peterman. Thank you, Jay Peterman. Mm -hmm. And so that's what sort of a prime example of a way to do it. But it feels to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, that so many people go, okay, we can't be as good as Jay Peterman, so our product descriptions are going to be totally vanilla and ignorable. I don't think they, they necessarily are thinking that. Just that, you know, there's so much other work to do to build the funnel, you know, and so many technical things that I think, honestly, people just forget about it. Mm. And most of these products are coming from the manufacturer with some sort of description already. So to me, it just seems like people are, are, are taking the easiest road, you know, just yeah. I've got a product description. I don't really know what else to say about it. So I'm just going to put this up. I'll give you an example. I was looking recently for a webcam because the one built into my laptop kind of kind of sucks. So I found this model that I really liked on Amazon. And just out of curiosity, I pulled the very first bullet and I popped it into a Google search just to see how many other people listed this thing the same way. So the first bullet reads, and, and pardon me if you fall asleep, we'll wake you up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Full HD 1080p video calling up to 1920 by 1080 pixels with the latest version of Skype for Windows. Snooze fest. <laughs> but seriously, on the first page of Amazon, on first page of Google search results, every single listing wow. has that word for word. And wow. we're talking Amazon, Logitech.com, Asus.com, eBay.com, whatever AllStarID.com is, 9to5Toys, Sears, big mm. retailers all using the factory description. And it's just, it's, no offense to you, Logitech. It's newsworthy and it sucks. 
Great. Yeah. Great example. Right. So that's how common it is. And like you said, it's it's an afterthought. It's like, well, doesn't matter. This is pure feature. People only need to know what it has. And this is not a selling point. Mm-hmm. But what does full 10 full HD 1080p even mean? I mean, that's that's kind of requiring someone to know what HD means, what 1080p means. And I mean, I know I live in Silicon Valley, the land of high tech, but I hear those figures tossed around all the time, and I'm not necessarily sure of what it means. But if you told me that that means crystal clear picture, regardless of your connection, and it's compatible with the latest software, so you'll never have any any downtime, then I'm like, okay, cool, I, I understand that. Why? Right. <laughs> Why exactly. does that matter? And that's that golden rule of direct response is that we always attach the benefit to the feature, like you just did so so brilliantly there. That's a great, great, great example. All right, so obviously we know why they're important, but how much of this, how much can that move the needle, do you think, for 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 sales? I was looking into this recently, and if you know Crazy Egg, you know, they're, they're kind of crazy about statistics and testing. They ran a test once on some of their eBooks, which is super competitive market. And they found that an optimized product description where they they really went into the benefits and and drilled down to what the end user was looking for, that for every dollar in sales, they earned an extra 78 cents. And I mean, that's just one piece of their funnel. If everything else is optimized, then I mean, wow, just changing a product description almost doubles what you're bringing in. Incredible. Wow. Wow. Very cool. All right, so what is the danger in using factory copy even though it's the easiest thing to do? Well, I, I think it's really twofold because, you know, like I mentioned with Logitech, it, it's everybody has the exact same description. So who gets to the top in Google rankings? Right? And Google is not generally a fan of duplicate content. So you mm-hmm. could actually wind up getting dinged. And if you don't have the traffic of Sears and Amazon, then you know you're just never going to be seen if you're keeping those factory details. And then you know the other factor is that when everything else is the same, what do people shop on? Price. I mean, they're automatically going to default to price. So right. you're in a downward spiral, a losing battle because you can't compete on volume the way these big retailers can. Not if you're the little guy. Yeah, good point. So so you're you're sounding just like uh, other people. You're not going out of your way to make what you're offering feel more special and you ha- can't nearly compete on price with their volume. So why in the world would somebody be compelled to buy from you instead? Exactly. Exactly. Very good. Yeah. Huge point. All right. So how about being, you know, too broad with your benefits? How does that backfire? Well, I mean, we always talk about features and benefits and an easy way to think of that is if a feature is a what, you know, like the full 1080p, then a benefit is a why. Why is that important? But there's a danger zone when you're talking about benefits because you could inadvertently wind up making a claim. And a claim is a promise, basically. You're promising someone a result. And if you're going to promise someone a result, you better be you know, 100% sure hmm. that that is going to be the case every single time. Otherwise, you're going to have some angry customers. And I've seen people throw out claims without really understanding that it's literally a legal challenge in the making you know like this this supplement has been shown to cure cancer or (laughs) right right. you know like this program you know you'll lose 10 pounds guaranteed well you're talking to so many different people you have no way of knowing whether this is true in a hundred percent of the cases and you're really putting yourself in a danger zone 
Yeah. What's the, can you give us an example? I'll put you on the spot here of, of a, <laughs> a bullet that gets across a juicy benefit, but stops just short of making a, a claim they can't back up. Uh, well, it's in rephrasing the way that you highlight something, you know, if it's, if it's a very specific, spectacular result that you really want to highlight, that's where a disclaimer comes in handy. Mm -hmm. And you call attention to the fact that this is possible in certain cases, but it's not going to happen for everybody. And that's why you see disclaimers of that nature that like you can achieve extraordinary results if you're willing to put in the time and the effort and you have all these things working for you. But in the majority of cases, it's not going to be that way. And you can also rephrase something to take out the direct promise aspect of it. You can say things like this can help you achieve a certain goal as opposed to saying this will help you achieve a certain goal. That that takes out the promise language which is will shall definitely anything that that you are are expressing some sort of certainty that this is going to happen. If you take that language out you're usually protecting yourself. Yeah, great point. And so important for a copywriter to understand those guidelines so that it's obviously on the product owner to run everything through legal, but mm -hmm. it's an experienced copywriter who makes legal's job a little easier. It's it's certainly in this, you know, no quicker you say, yeah, well, well we got to get sales. Yeah, up until the point where you get the attention of one of these uh, alphabet agencies and mm -hmm. no amount of sales can compare to the nightmare of even just an investigation, right? Can, can, can shut down your business and inquiry. There's no way to fight those agencies and win at the end of the day. There just isn't. Mm -hmm. And so having a copywriter who isn't out to push the envelope, but is more focused on how do I color between the lines, like accept these parameters and still make it very compelling. It's huge. And I know that's mm -hmm. something you do for your clients. So what about the ideal length for, for product copy? I mean, you know, again, this is where you could go, oh, there's just product descriptions. They, they sort of need to be skim skimmable, right? Yeah. No matter how interested you are in a topic, this isn't a novel and people aren't just going to be, you know, glued to every word that you write. It's a sad fact of copywriting. You've got to make it really, really interesting. Otherwise, they're not going to read it. And, and that includes structuring everything so that anybody that is skimming that they're in a rush, that you hit the main points that they're going to be interested in so that they know they're in the right place and they can just click by. So regarding links, I'll just be blunt about it. If it's a cheap consumable, if it's something that's more of an impulse buy, like a decorative paper plate that you would use for a themed birthday party, you know, I used to work with an e-commerce site that sold party favors like that. Mm. That is an impulse buy. They're, they're popping by to see that it looks like what they want it to look like, that you've got the number in the pack that they're looking for, and they're, they're going to click buy. So you really don't need to spend you know, a whole lot of time and resources creating you know, two paragraphs to tell people what a paper plate is. They know what a paper plate is. <laughs> it's fine. Right. Whereas if you have something that is a little bit more expensive, something that is more of an investment in the customer's eyes, like that, you know, the Logitech camera I was looking at, that was, it's not a cheap camera, the one, the model that I'm researching, and, and they're doing such a poor job of positioning it and tell me, telling me why it works. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, I agree. You know, I, th I think I probably have the same one. And that's one of those where I go to social and, Obviously, that's why I really look at reviews, but I mm -hmm. I typically I'll hop on Facebook and ask, 
you know, who, yep. what's, your, what's your favorite webcam mm -hmm. and look for a pattern there. Right. So I guess that factors in, but again, like you're right. If, if people hadn't told me, I, there's no reason this camera would have stood out among the others in the list on Amazon. Exactly. I, I mean, I probably will either wind up asking people for recommendations directly or just finding something that winds up being in the, you know, the price range that I'm looking for that has the basic features. It's one of those things and just, where, and you, and you kind of go, well, I want to start out slow and inexpensively because I'm going to learn probably from my first camera what I like and don't like. Like mm -hmm. one thing I don't like that this camera has is autofocus. I always, mm -hmm. and so I had to download a separate, you know, app that where I can control the picture and mm -hmm. turn off the autofocus. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to turn it off, but I don't know why I'd ever want autofocus. It, it, all it does is create things to go in and out of focus all the time. It's really distracting. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's, it, it's, it's, again, it's just a reminder to these, this is a huge advantage for you. If you're a smaller e-commerce business owner, a way to, have an advantage over the high volume competitors. Talked about the Google rankings. We talked about giving people a reason to want to buy from you because you're doing a better job of making the product feel unique and sexy. And now we're talking about, you know, be a source for people to really understand what are the ins and outs of this, this thing they're buying and help them make a really informed decision. That's, mm -hmm. Those are services you can provide through copy that give you an advantage, and that's that's huge. But you know, I will say when it comes to paper plates, here's what, <laughs> here's what I want to know: <laughs> is it sturdy? Right? Is that, is that one of the yeah. key bullets? Yeah. That, well, I mean, sturdy means different things to different people, and uh, to me, it means I, I want to look it's... like an idiot when I when I walk from the picnic table to my seat, and the. Mm -hmm plate folds in half and, and spills, <laughs> spills all over my shoes. Has that happened to you? Yes, yes, of course. This is... <laughs> That's why. Then I got to be the guy who's like taking four of those flimsy paper plates to make one good one. And they're like, wow, that, oh, guy, yeah. that guy just took four paper plates. What a jerk. So I can't win either way with a flimsy paper plate. <laughs> all right. A... Just a note for all of you paper, paper plate product description writers out That's there. Right. Make, sure, make sure to talk about the sturdy sturdiness gotta have, yeah and tell them you'll 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 look like joe cool carrying your food around at the picnic yeah and not, exactly not nervous uh, larry <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, and then so speaking of that personality great point about what we can put into these feature product descriptions to, to give it an edge i i think that that's probably one of the most overlooked opportunities about product descriptions you know if you've gone to the work to just really solidify your voice and dial in your message and, and find your tribe of people who just get what you're doing and why you're doing it, then why would you just leave the factory bulletin plate? Why would your product descriptions be boring? Mm, yeah. I mean, we talked about Jay Peterman at the beginning, and I had this, I found this really interesting description, and I'll let you see if, well, I, I mean, the description can do it. I'll just read it. So just a little embellishment. A tiny little white lie. No one gets hurt. It's harmless. Countries have fallen over such naivete. So when you put on this dress that only slightly and ever so delicately embellishes the most underrated aspect of a woman's body, her shoulders, do not pretend you didn't know what you were doing. Oh, man, so good. 
that's just the intro too. There's a couple more paragraphs mm. about it, but that is just a little black dress with an off the shoulder embellishment on it. Mm. And they just made it sound like sex and romance and mystery and not just a dress that you're buying from a website. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. Well, it's interesting to me that more people haven't dedicated themselves to that approach or, or, or am I just not, is it uh, not aware of it? Do you see it happening out there more often? Or? Honestly, I see like 80% of people are just following your typical Amazon rules, you know, features yeah. and benefits and, and a list of, of why you should buy this product and why you should buy it from us. And here are our reviews and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and that's no way to stand out. I mean, I would be surprised if, if, 10, maybe 20% of people that are selling uh, products, whether physical or virtual, are actually spending time like Jay Peterman to just come up with something that is totally on brand while, I mean, honestly, they're just selling the hell out of this dress. <laughs> I've, that's a guess, but man, I want to buy that dress and I'm not even much of a dress wearer. I, I want to buy it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like... I want to be across the room from the woman wearing this dress because, it's, like you said, so much going on in her choice of putting on this dress, right? That I have a whole new appreciation for this person who would do buy it and wear it. Awesome. Angie, man, this was so great and insightful. You're the only person I know out there focusing on this like hugely overlooked aspect of e-commerce. Tell the eager listener where they can find you, learn more from you, get in contact with you. Uh, well, my website is angiecoley.com, A-N-G-I-E-C-O-L-E-E, -E -E, uh, like Cole with an extra E, angiecoley.com. And if you go there, I actually have a guide to creating better product descriptions with seven points to go a lot more in-depth into some of the dis things that we've discussed here today. And Great. here to help you with your product descriptions giving it away. I love it. Very kind of you. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to talk to you after hearing this. So thanks again <laughs> for being with us. We'll do it again soon, Angie. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.